ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد there's an incredible opportunity that comes once a year that's just a matter of a few weeks away and as our beloved prophet taught us sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam that these are the best 10 days of the year as it relates to doing good deeds and these are none other than the first 10 days of dhul hijjah and the first of those 10 days is not that far away it's a matter of a few weeks away so i want to touch upon this the importance of this opportunity now because when we think of when we look at when we reflect on anything of importance anything of significance in our lives if we truly sincerely care then we do something whatever it may be to whatever degree we do something to prepare if something has an important exam coming up if you really care you're going to prepare and study beforehand you're not just going to wing it and let the cards fall where they may and whatever happens happens and and you know who cares that lackadaisical approach is a reflection of a person not truly internalizing the opportunity that's before them the importance of the opportunity that's before them be it the example of an exam if it's a job interview if it's one opportunity or another you're about to close the deal you have someone is trying to get married and they're about to meet that person or they're about to meet that person's family or there's so many examples that we can give the the point is whatever it is in our lives that truly matters to us the norm is to prepare for that beforehand Right classic example if a guy's about to meet the family of the girl he's interested in marrying and you know wants to keep it halal and wants to start a family under the protection of Allah and to do things the right way as the prophet taught us sallallahu sallallahu alaihi wasallam so on and so forth if he's really serious about wanting to leave a positive impression on her family he's going to dress the part he's going to prepare he wants to look nice and smell nice and speak nice and smile nicely and as he should that's what you're supposed to do in that type of situation before that before that event before that moment that opportunity there's preparation so when it comes to the best 10 days of the year when it comes to the best 10 days of the year there has to be some type of preparation beforehand and a very simple example that i want to give for all of us to to reflect on here and now inshallah when you think of in any home any apartment any house any condo those details don't matter but wherever you have a kitchen the norm is to have a place where you put your garbage a place for the trash it could be under the sink it could be a garbage disposal it could be a separate trash bin whatever those details don't necessarily matter the point is in a place of residence 
there's a kitchen. And within that kitchen, there's a place where you put the trash, where you put the garbage. Now, if somebody is going to have guests over, friends, family, whoever it may be, it's not just about the beautification of the home, which is important. It's not just about lighting their favorite incense, which is important. It's not just about the, the beautification part, which is important. But there also has to be the step of purification. There also has to be the ever-essential step of tezkiah, of purification, of figuratively taking out the trash from that kitchen, taking out the trash from the home. The reality is everyone has trash. Everyone has trash. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone... That's not necessarily the, 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 the main question. Because as much as you may try to keep your house spotlessly clean 24-7, especially if you have younger kids, it's just not going to happen. That's not a bad thing. That's just life. That's just the reality of things. What, but we continuously try to practice this concept of tezkiah as it relates to cleaning our homes, as we should. We know that the dishes are going to get dirty, so when they get dirty, we don't break them and smash them and throw them away and get angry at them. And No, we clean them and we use them again. We purify them and we put them to use again. And then what happens when it gets dirty again? For the 45th time that that plate gets dirty or that coffee mug gets dirty, now do you finally go and decide to smash it and throw it? No. So why do we treat our own hearts in that manner? Shaitan wants us to get so down on ourselves in relation to the mistakes that we make, as hard as we may try to avoid them, Shaitan wants us to take ourselves out of the game. Shaitan wants us to get so down on ourselves to the point that we break ourselves internally to the point of no return. Shaitan wants us to despair as he despaired. Shaitan wants us to give up completely and to seal ourselves off from Allah's abundant mercy as he did. So then what should we do? We should do the opposite. He wants us to despair just out of spite of our sworn enemy. Let's have some hope. As much as he wants us to fall into the depths of the darkness of despair and the depths of the ocean, why not collect some pearls before we resurface? That's the beauty of Tawbah. That's the beauty of Tezkiah. That's the beauty of taking out the trash from the kitchen. You don't go and destroy the entire kitchen because you cut up an avocado and then, oh no, now you have the rind. And then you throw it in the trash. Oh no, now you have some avocado peelings and the seed in the trash. Maybe I should destroy the whole home, destroy the whole kitchen, to, you know, burn that entire trash bag. No, the, why do we have this type of misunderstanding within ourselves regarding who our Lord is, regarding who Allah is? Maybe we've fallen for the okey-doke trick of shaitan. He wants us to think a certain way, so why are we thinking in that way? Allah wants us to think in a different way, so let's give it a shot to try to think in a different way. The first step of tawbah, no matter how many hundreds or thousands of miles a person may have gone in the wrong direction away from Allah, we, we all have our fair share of trash. We all have our fair share of, 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 of detours and taking a wrong turn here and there. We've all been there and done that. 
And we don't want to do that intentionally, but we still make these mistakes. It happens. You don't give up on the entire road trip because you took one exit too early. You get right back on and then you find your way to where you're trying to go, to where you need to go essentially. The same concept applies to, to tawbah, repentance, tezkiyah, that purification of the heart and the soul. That's a lifelong process. It's not an event. There are many events that make up the process, but the main term in connection with tezkiyah and tawbah is process, not event. There can be the event, which is what I was just alluding to, however far someone has gone, step one, just turn around. Get, get right back on the, 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 the route that you're trying to go. If you took an exit too early, too late, you went in the wrong direction, tawbah, however far someone has gone in the wrong direction, the first step is to turn around. You wanted to go north, you accidentally got on the highway going south, you realize that five minutes later, you don't give up on the entire endeavor. Step one, you recognize it. Okay, let me, let me take the soonest exit and let me responsibly turn around and let me, let me get back on course. And that's the beauty of our deen. However far someone has gone in the wrong direction, by making that positive flip, by making that U-turn, Allah is more than happy for us to do that. And our Prophet gave us the example, Think of how desperate a man would be in the middle of the desert and he has his camel and that, that's his source of survival in that situation. And imagine he loses it and he's looking and looking and looking and he can't find it to the point where, and no one is around as far as the eye can see. So he gets to the point where he just goes and he basically gives up on his situation. And then when he, when he returns to his senses, and he sees the camel in front of him, he's so ecstatic and so excited and so happy, and the Prophet said this verbatim, these are his words, وسلم, not mine or yours, that this man is so ecstatic, so happy, so excited, so overwhelmed with joy, that he says, Oh Allah, you are my servant and I am your Lord. This is verbatim what it says in the hadith from the Prophet ﷺ. The Prophet is, is telling us that he's so ecstatic. Does that man believe that? Absolutely not. He believes in the exact opposite of that. But the point is he's, he's, so, he's so confused in a positive way and he's so bewildered but in a positive way that he says actually the opposite of what he intends. When the Prophet gave this example, he connected it with Allah is more pleased with the servant when they turn back to him than this man when he finds his camel. Think of the state of, of, of how, how happy that man must be, how joyous that man must be. Now, to put things in perspective, does Allah need anything from us? Absolutely not. Does Allah need our tawbah? Absolutely not. Allah is the one who created us. We're in dire need of him. يَا إِوَا النَّاسِ أَنْتُمُ الْفُقَرَاءُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَاللَّهُ هُوَ الْغَنِيُّ الْحَمِيدِ إِنْ يَشَأْ يُذْهِبَكُمْ وَيَأْتِ بِخَلْقٍ جَدِيدٍ وَمَا ذَلِكَ عَلَى اللَّهِ بِعَزِيزٍ Allahu Samad Allah needs nothing from us. We need everything from Him. We need Allah to breathe, to eat, to drink, to sleep, just to survive. Allah needs nothing from us. But the point the Prophet is making, Allah loves it so much when a person turns to Him. When a person returns to him, a person could have fallen into 40, 50 years of disobedience. 
But that one moment of sincerity can literally delete all of that and turn the bad deeds into good deeds. Do you see how generous and merciful and forgiving our Lord really is? That's how we should think of Him. Shaitan wants us to think the opposite. Allah's not going to forgive me. But Allah says, I'll forgive you. Allah's not going to have mercy on me. Allah says, I'll have mercy on you. Allah's not going to help me. Allah says that He's going to help you. There's no way out of my situation. Allah will give you a way out of your situation. But are we willing to walk towards Allah? Forget walking. Are we willing to take one step to just turn around? That taking out of the trash is the best way that we can prepare for the first 10 days of the Hijjah. Let me look at what I need to... to, to, to what, what's the trash that I need to take out? Because again, it's not in, the beautification is not enough if you're having guests over. There also has to be the purification. You want to beautify the house and make sure the pillows are straight for the first time all year. Wonderful. Good. But if the, if the trash smells horrible, the guests are going to notice. So there, there, there has to be both. There has to be the beautification and the purification. There has to be the external beauty, but also the internal beauty. We ask Allah for both. We ask Allah to make us people of Tawbah. We ask Allah to make us people of Tazkiyah. We ask Allah to forgive all of our mistakes, all of our sins, whatever they may be. And we ask Allah to implant the hope in our hearts, hope in His mercy, hope in His, hope in His love, hope in His forgiveness. We ask Allah to give us that hope. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Subhana Rabbika Rabbil Izzati Amin Yasifun. Wa Salamun Al Mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما صلى الله على محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم I want to leave all of us with a very simple, easy and practical action item The next time we're in that kitchen at home. No matter how big, how small, how fancy, how simple, that doesn't matter. Because the human heart is the human heart. The next time we're in that kitchen at home, whether we're male, female, whether we're grown-ups, whether we're teenagers, whether we're kids, what the idea is the next time we find ourselves there, and the next time we find ourselves either putting something in the trash or taking out the trash into the bigger trash, which is going to end up in the bigger trash dump. In those moments, the next time we're doing that, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, let's remember that practice in connection with istighfar, in connection with asking Allah for forgiveness, in connection with that process of, of clean, taking the trash out of the heart. Sometimes it's as if we're so attached to our sins and our mistakes and that trash and it's as if we love it so much that we don't want to take that trash out no matter what. Why? We're only harming ourselves. There's no benefit that comes from it. That avocado, you got what you wanted and the waste has to go. Someone tried to do a good deed, there may have been some mistakes. Okay, purify those mistakes. This is how we need to think of Allah, how He wants us to think of Him. So the next time we find ourselves taking out the trash, the next time we find ourselves even throwing something away, 
Let's remember this connection and just say Astaghfirullah one time. One time. No one is saying 10 hours of effort. No one is saying 10 years of effort. One moment, one second to sincerely ask Allah, Ya Allah, forgive me. As I'm taking this trash out, I also hope for your forgiveness. I'm getting rid of this trash. Ya Allah, help me to get rid of my sins. Forgive my mistakes. When, when we do that, it brings it to life. And you'll feel it. You'll feel something in your heart. You'll feel a release of that burden. We always benefit when we make istighfar. We ask Allah to forgive all of us. We ask Allah to shower and rain His mercy upon us in this life and the next. Rabbi ghfir warham wa anta khayrul rahimin. We ask Allah for anyone here who is struggling with anything, we ask Allah to turn that hardship into ease. For anyone here who is struggling with any challenge, be it physically, mentally, spiritually, socially, familially, financially, economically, whatever it may be, we ask Allah to relieve those hardships and to turn them into ease. Amir Rabbil Alameen. We ask Allah to forgive all of our mistakes here and now and we ask Allah to make this a gathering from which each and every one of us we leave this gathering pardoned and forgiven by the one who loves to forgive the most forgiving Allahumma innaka afun tuhibu al-afu fa'afu anna we ask Allah to pardon all of us for all of our mistakes and let's make today a day in which we turn a new page with our Lord with Allah Azza wa Jal and we just try to do a little bit more good a little bit less bad but let's make Let's take advantage of that moment of istighfar today or tomorrow. Don't, don't wait till next Jum'ah. At some point over the next week, make that, turn that theory into practice. We ask Allah for that. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasna wa fil akhirati hasna wa kin athab al-nar. Rabbana la tu'akhidna in nasina aw akhtaqna. Rabbana wa la tahmil alayna isran kama ahmaltahu ala alladhina min qablina. Rabbana wa la tuhammilna ma la taqata lana bihi wa'fu anna. واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين وأقم الصلاة